oh, by the way, this is like what my dad looked like when he was my age. Oh my God. Is he yeah. gorgeous? That was my dad when he was 25. Ugh. And like, I'm 25. I feel like I'm like, a, oh like a total piece of shit. God. Oh my God. Oh my God is right. <laughs> That's a fucking stud. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like, what I oh, that's not your dad. Oh, well, actually, no, no, this is actually even scroll? better. To just stay where I'm in right now, which is, yeah, is like an uphill you battle. Look great. You do it's look fine. great. It's fine. It's also, fine. Woof. Also, woof. <laughs> woof to woof you. Woof to, you. Woof to everybody. Well, uh, woof to you, and also with you. And also, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Woof's all around. Woof's all around. <laughs> Let us slay. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait for the housewives style edit in which you make me look like a total dumbass. <laughs> It won't be difficult. I can't wait. No, we're just going to make you look like a bitch. Oh, (laughs) even easier. Should we start the show? Let's start the show. Oh, God, now I'm nervous. Hey, guys. Hi. I'm Haley. I'm Zach. And we're, we're not, not together. together. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Welcome uh, back. Welcome back, everybody. Um, I believe you guys would have just heard our D&D episode. Yeah. Is maybe, right? Josh? Question mark? Or maybe wow. two episodes ago. How was that? Yeah. How was it, guys? Um, just let us know what you think. Um, again, I don't think we've made this any secret, but we're both total dorks. Mm-hmm. So let us know if you like that episode. We'll, we can continue the storyline. Yeah. Find out. Uh, what happens to Goober? Katie, oh my god, I really need to fucking know. Uh, Katie, that fucking egg is gonna be the death of me. Um, Katie Aldworth, who was um, who played Flip on that episode, uh, she is, you know, as she mentioned, is a, uh, a artist for Cartoon Network, and she's d- did a bunch of artwork for it, and that will be posted on the Instagram if you haven't seen it already. It's very cool, and follow her, of course. Um, but Haley, how was your how was your weekend? It was pretty good. I was in San Diego oh. visiting uh, my girlfriend's family. That's nice. So great. You've done that before, right? This isn't a huge... Yeah, I've, I've met them okay. before. So, But they'll... they hadn't met Scout before. That is a huge step. So that is step. huge. Oh, my God. So they met my Scout's dog. Scout's grandparents. Yeah. <laughs> so Scout's pe- grandparents-in-laws. In-law? I don't know how that Question works. Mark. But they met her. They loved her. Obviously, what's Obviously, not to love? I would be more concerned that Scout didn't care for them. Yeah, and and the good news is that she took to them very quickly. So I knew that this is a family I can I can continue yeah. to be involved in. <laughs> Stephanie, I'm sorry, it's not going to work out. <laughs> My dog hates your parents. <laughs> but that wasn't the case. No. So it was fabulous. So it was great. <laughs> um, but yeah, how about you? How was your weekend? It was good. I had a pretty um, nutty weekend. I went to this like this oh, this mesh party <laughs> uh, this weekend called uh, Hot Mesh, which is when you're gay, all you need for a theme is. A pun. Mesh. <laughs> and a pun, exactly. Mesh and um, a pun. Yeah, it's just like, uh, the theme is daddies. The theme is jockstrap. The theme is fuck. Um, uh, but the it was great. The theme is penises. It was, yeah, basically, yeah, pretty much. Um, uh, it was awesome, though. Uh, a bunch of our, our, our friends went out. Um, it was my first time kind of really going out with Brant, who's, if you catch, no, it should be two episodes for now, because I already talked to my boyfriend, because Emily's episode is going to be in between. That's right. That's right. All right, we figured it out. The timeline is figured out. <laughs> uh, now if you could just figure out the Zelda timeline um, but but Again, but big but dorks. Uh, so you went with yeah Brant. so we went out with Brant it was really good um, everybody I had never been hit on more in my life than the fact now that I have a boyfriend because um, everybody wants to like get in between there or they're just like oh well you're off the market now you're like it's so weird mm, but forbidden fruit forbidden fruit uh, mm. literally um, <laughs> uh, but it was really fun and we were out to like five in the morning just having a ridiculous time 
That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of nightlife, forbidden fruits <laughs> up until five in the morning. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know you that well. Um, He's a fruit. <laughs> wow. Love that. Yes. All of the above. True. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Speaking of that, uh, we have our guest, Ian DeVogler, who is a producer and stage manager for the Boulet Brothers. Hello. Welcome. Hi. How's How, it going? It's, it's great. How was the mesh party? It was really rad. There was like a a bunch of people uh, that I knew there I hadn't seen in a really long time and only one old guy touched my junk I would call that a very unsuccessful <laughs> um, I actually wait hold on hold on oh. he did it a lot oh, okay <laughs> you know, this is like you're like the score is getting better but I will say uh, like I'm sitting over here and I'm hearing you talk about this mesh party and I'm extremely triggered like mesh and wigs are the two like, like my kryptonites mm. like having your nipples pierced and being around mesh clothing is oh. like oh. a living nightmare right so of course get like, stuck oh of course and they do all the time which oh. is of course why I decided to work in nightlife where I'm around mesh and drag queens and wigs all at all times oh my god how, how much is nipple tape your best friend um, it's actually I do this like what I think is like a very demure like just like a cupping of the breasts mm. where I, like I pass by I'm like oh I'm sorry I'm just not made a towel here <laughs> um, at all times. Also, just I just realized I've been since you said that I've been clutching my own tits. Oh so my I'm gonna stop. Is doing it, that. Are we just a bunch of sensitive nipple havers here? I think I yeah literally any it's like oh it's oh. okay but like there's a difference between like oh yeah like tug of my nipples dad and like let me yeah. shred don't shred yes. yeah don't pull my piercing out what of my a nightmare right. oh Jesus. a true living nightmare uh, <laughs> wow so then how do you how do you do it every night <laughs> you know what it's the fear of dying that really keeps me going <laughs> <laughs> really lights that fire it's the adrenaline totally um well uh yeah thank you again though for just jumping on the podcast we've been talking about it for a while and now i know we're finally doing it thank you so much for having me both of you guys yeah. i am super excited um i was telling my boyfriend i was like he's like what are you doing today i was like oh, you know i'm just gonna be on a podcast i'm a pretty kind big a, deal kind of a special guest on a i don't know have you heard of it it's called we're not together they're very uh, famous uh, i'm sorry they have a, <laughs> they have five stars on itunes we, that's so, right uh you know right we have you by the way we have one four star review <gasps> who the fuck is that <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Why would you do that? That is a death sentence on Lyft. <laughs> you know, watch. It's my boyfriend. He's like, "How dare you take Ian away from me tonight?" <laughs> there was a pizza coupon that we yeah. couldn't get. Oh, god oh no! But it was still a good show. So four stars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You didn't tell me we were keeping you from a pizza coupon. Oh, if I would have known that, I would have said never. You order pizza here. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Well, okay. yeah. uh, good I'm, for sound. I'm never uh, above a, a Groupon. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. So yeah, tell us a little bit about how you got um, involved with like the Boulay Brothers and a little bit of like what you do exactly. Like yeah. some some of our listeners may not know exactly what a stage manager is or, or who producer, the Brothers really, are. or who yeah. the Boulay Brothers are. Um, if you don't, then that's a death sentence in and of itself. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I uh, I moved to LA. Uh, three years ago, right after I graduated college, um, and I basically lied my way into uh, getting college credit for working for the Boulay Brothers. Yes. Um, Wait, was, you said it was an internship or something? Yes, That's I great. I got into this program that was supposed to be like, hi, get a or get an internship with like some sort of radio, television, or film production company, and then we will pay your way to go to LA. And I met the Boulay Brothers because I was working as a stage manager in Austin, and I stage managed for them. And there was this very weird like stars aligning kismet moment where they were like oh you're great we love you but you live in austin this sucks i was like ooh, ooh, i'm actually planning on moving to la mm -hmm. they're like well why don't you come to la we'll try it out if it works three years later here i am wow great. um no it's it's been fantastic i uh i originally just i started working as kind of an intern just didn't really know what 
they wanted from me, what I wanted to do. And then my job evolved into working as their stage manager, managing sure. all their events, um, helping them just kind of in their other drag uh, kind of appearances and things like that. And then whenever they decided to create Dragula or I guess change Dragula from the party into the television show, mm-hmm. I became a producer on the show. Uh, That's, awesome. That's exciting. Congrats. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. it has been an ex- an insanely wild ride. Yeah. And I literally, I tell people all the time, like, it's like living a nightmare. They're like, <laughs> are you okay? Is this like a cry problem? I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, the show is like purposefully scary. So, it's, yeah. you know, like, wink, wink, it's a nightmare. And they're like, I don't get it. <laughs> like, well, okay. And it's going into its uh, third season now. Yes. Third it's... season is coming out this August. I can't wait. The, um, the uh, the the trailer the introducing of all the the monsters is yeah meet our monsters incredible thank you so much I think I screamed a little bit when I saw Eva Destruction was gonna be on the show <sighs> get ready I can't wait yeah no we're we're very proud of that trailer there's there's new content coming very very soon um I'm very proud of all the competitors mm-hmm. you know we have uh, queens we have kings we have AFAB performers it's super diverse I love that yeah it's I noticed great. there was a, there are kings on there too which is yeah rad yeah um, we have uh, Landon Sider who mm-hmm. uh, if we have any kind of local LA well I'm sure you have tons of local LA so whatever mm-hmm. um, from Long Beach Landon Sider is amazing we have Hollow Eve we have just people from all walks of life mm-hmm. and it's gonna be an incredible season that's so great so what what would you say that the Belay brothers do um, in drag that's different than maybe another drag competition show for sure. Uh, do you mean the Boulay Brothers or Dragula specifically? Either. Either. Um, well, I mean, it's kind of synonymous at this. Like, yeah, no, I mean, I think at at the core, the Boulay Brothers have always been focused on showcasing kind of the alternative underbelly of drag, mm-hmm. um, or I guess what is seen as the underbelly. Like, drag comes from these roots of, you know, kind of uh, political backlash and just wanting to, you know, express yourself in spite of, you know, being told that you like you're different. And that's that's a bad thing. And kind of showcasing like, hi, yeah, I am different. Like, can I can I swear and use like, oh, oh please. Fuck yeah. fuck OK, great. Swear. Sorry. I just I just want to make sure like, you know, <laughs> I mean, course. I feel like the kind of drag that Dragula puts forward and the Boulay's put forward is like, oh, you think I'm a faggot? Well, guess what? I'm a huge fucking faggot. Like, get into it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, like you know be as loud and crazy and just upset the social norms as you can yeah mm-hmm. um yeah and- all of their shows like um yeah queen con it's always like a big variety show of kind of what the fuckery totally um and i like yeah it's not necessarily it's not necessarily always even drag there's there's other sort of queer acts in there too which is absolutely so refreshing it's so wild and you never know what you're gonna get for mm-hmm. sure yeah yeah because a lot of drag is like you you see someone come on stage and you're like wow she is gorgeous mm-hmm. and she is lip syncing this you know so, this Shania Twain song like incredibly <laughs> um but it's pretty that's pretty like pretty much the like almost drag normal right you know yeah i, mean, I would say that that's quote unquote you know i think for all of the <clears throat> good that RuPaul's drag race has done you know kind of promoting you know drag as a, a socially acceptable thing like it has also created this narrative that says there is a way to do drag and there's a way to be accepted uh-huh. in right. doing drag and Dragula kind of flips that idea on its head. It's there's nothing wrong with, you know, being being beautiful or, you know, being a lip sync queen or doing these things that sure. we've been kind of trained to think like, oh, that's drag. But instead saying the world of drag is so much bigger than that. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, don't forget about the artists who are really out here, you know, putting in work in these alternative forms who mm-hmm. are just as worthy of being celebrated. Yeah, Absolutely. I was talking with somebody about this the other day and we were saying like it's cool what, you know, the Blade of the Brothers are doing, especially with Dragula now that like it's just getting bigger and bigger, um, that it's kind of I hopefully will open up a place for more drag shows that are like or uh, competition shows that are different. They're mm-hmm. not all just the same type of thing, you know. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Cause, gonna, yeah, because this is it's more yours is is very horror based, but there's other there's other uh, off kilter drag queens and kings out there. For totally, sure. it is like it is like one of the steps in progress, right? Where mm-hmm. it's like every time we take a little step, there's like, oh well, this person is the safe version of that, so they're mm-hmm. okay. You know, like when Ellen comes out, uh, it's okay <laughs> that Ellen's gay. You know, Ellen's the totally. safe gay. Ellen's the safe. Oh, it's lesbian. fun when she dances. Oh, she dances. She got little, she got little moves. <laughs> oh, and, oh. oh, she's wearing a tie. <laughs> Oh my oh, god! Yeah, crazy lesbian. What a crazy uh, lesbian. But you know, she doesn't swear, and she looks normal, and she's white. You know what I mean? Mm, so thank totally. God for that. So it's almost a, a similar thing where it's like, <laughs> it's almost like RuPaul or something like that is like almost the first step mm-hmm. in the palatable, quote unquote, you know, sure. version of drag for the masses. Yeah. No. I mean, I think that is. It is true. Like, you know, like RuPaul has done a lot and Drag Race has done a lot to, you know, open those doors for people. And like I said, you know, say, hey, this is like consumable and it's cool. Mm -hmm. Um, But it also, you know, like there are there are alternative gays or, you know, gays who it's like, you know, I love horror and I love drag. Where do my interests meet? Yeah. And then Dragula says, they're there, little darling. Like (laughs) your interests meet right here. Now shove this needle in your face. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's it's it feels like such a natural fit because, I mean, like so many think of all like the horror, like big like villains it's they're all a form of drag in their own right totally um so it's just it's a natural fit i think oh for sure horror's like always been very (laughs) horror's always been very queer Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. for sure so yeah it only it only makes sense that those two would would intersect Mm -hmm. very often oh totally i mean there's you know there's i think obviously like camp and horror have a lot to do with each other but Mm -hmm. then even just the queering of villains like you were saying like immediately you know like Ursula or Jafar or mm-hmm. like oh. name me a Disney villain and I will show you a huge fag like <laughs> I mean like, those yeah. are my heroes I mean for like, one Ursula was like based off divine yeah you literally know, like, it's divine yeah right. I mean there, that totally. is also totally different subject but there is also the vague the problem of like queer coding villains but like sure. whatever I fucking love <laughs> I fucking love Scar and Jafar and all those people like right I'll, I'll, right. Take, I'll take those fags yeah <laughs> um, but uh I'll, yeah I'll, that's fine uh you keep what Aladdin whoever um it is funny because it's like we yeah it's like vilifying these gay these gay people but it's like god I also love them yeah. well I also love evil people you know I think that's to me that's like exactly what I love about you know Dragula it's that saying like oh like you think I'm a villain I am the villain like we like all the horrible lean thing. in mm-hmm. exactly it's lean like in. you know I remember being a young gay kid and you know not my parents specifically but like I feel like a lot of parents like warn you of like ooh, well you know don't talk to so-and-so like they're you know mm-hmm. it's like you know I think as I got older I realized I was like wow like I am exactly the I'm exactly the like the gay pervert that I was warned about. And I love it. I'm, I'm like, ooh, like, like, ooh, you better be careful in the locker rooms. And I'm like, yeah, you better be careful in the locker rooms. Like, ooh, she has got a wandering eye, honey. <laughs> NTWay, you're all safe in the locker room with me. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. We're just looking. But yeah, you know, you're going to, like, it is true. It's like you turn us into the villains yeah. that you're afraid of. Uh, but kind of speaking of on just kind of ogling people in in public places, mm-hmm. um, as a <laughs> oh god, as a no, but just as a um, like uh, uh, part of your job is is being in a jock for yeah, pretty much the whole evening, the the whole evening. the whole yeah. evening, the evening's uh, whole, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, 
were you always so comfortable with with your body that way? You know, it's funny. I was actually listening to other episodes of the podcast, mm. um, and there's the episode about body positivity, mm. and you know that episode I think was really important, and it was also you know kind of triggering in a way, like it brought up feelings of myself mm. and stuff that I deal with a lot of. I was not always comfortable, and I would say that as a general rule, I'm still not comfortable, but I force myself to do things that make me uncomfortable because that's how I personally grow. Um, But I do remember one of the first times I worked for the Boulay Brothers, I was wearing, you know, clothes, and they were like, (laughs) you're really cute. Like, would you mind taking your shirt off, like, for the show? And I was like... Sure. And so I took my shirt off. They're like, oh, like you look great. And it was Slippery like, slope. oh my God, it really, it really was. And they were like, they were, they were so encouraging. Actually, it was lubed. The, the slope was, it was so lubed. A slippery gun oil slope. <laughs> um, no, and they were so encouraging. And it was, you know, one of the kind of first times that like, you know, these almost larger than life queer like heroes had kind of been like, wow, like you're, you know, you are a person, you, you have worth, but also like, hi, take your clothes off. It's cool. It's fun. We're all partying and whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, a couple of months later, it's Halloween, and I was wearing, like, like a leather jacket and a jock strap, and the boulets called me to the office. They were like, we need to talk to you right now. And I was like, oh, Uh-oh. my God, I fucked it up. Oh, she fucked up drag. She's like, I'm getting sent home. This is it. This is my extermination. They were like, <laughs> like Ian, why didn't you tell us? And I was like, what do you mean? They're like, why didn't you tell us you were hiding these cakes? And I was like, <laughs> what? And they were like, you have a great ass. You're never allowed to wear pants again. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so I've been wearing a jockstrap ever since. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I. Th- it's funny, like, to me, because it that element of my job is extremely performative. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I mean, you at home, you can't probably see, but I'm wearing clothing, I promise. Or if the fantasy is better without, I'm not wearing clothing. Let's say no. Yeah, liar. definitely He's not. I am getting my lube stain all over this couch. <laughs> um, no, Just it's a snail trail. Exactly. It's, you know, I think nightlife in general is extremely performative. It's mm-hmm. this kind of fantasy world in which you see these characters running around in in makeup or in no clothing. And I, that's that's kind of what I contribute to it. Yeah. Do you mm-hmm. find uh, patrons have a hard time differentiating between you and like the character in quotes that you play? I, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I, I even have people in my own personal life who, you know, I know them from a work capacity and then we'll start hanging out outside of work. And that's usually this like, wow, I, I, I have all these misconceptions about you because you're literally always naked. And I'm like, <laughs> OK, well, I feel like that says a lot about you and how you think. But. No, it's I honestly I don't mind it at all. Mm. Um, it is it's a part of my life. I'm not ashamed of it, and I'm not ashamed of my body. Like it, I think that has helped me be more comfortable with myself mm. and say like, yeah, like I run around and, and I'm naked all the time. And if the slightest breeze goes by and I have to pick up a dollar bill, like you're probably gonna see my butthole. So. <laughs> yeah, that's part great. of the job. Exactly. Hey. Yeah, that's oh. another part of it. Is is uh, the Instagram of it all? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you have a, a, f- a good amount of followers, and I feel like. Yeah, they probably also have this. It's, Instagram is a whole other like, totally. thing of this, like a fake filtered version of yourself, too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Totally. Do you get a lot of, um, actually, you know, weren't you the, like, not so long ago, you were like <laughs> selling your used jocks and stuff? Totally. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. How does that work? Um, nice. You know, it, it works uh, much like how I imagine people would sell, like, just like, you know, just like, hi, I'm selling, hi, my name is Susan, and I'm selling my handmade soaps on Etsy. <laughs> um, except mine is like, hi, I'm Ian. I'm selling my, you know, previously worn jock strap. Uh, I was worn for three days. I did a bunch of squats in it. Um, no, I mean, I literally, I just one day was like, I'm not going to wear this jock strap anymore. I don't want it. I don't care. Does anyone want to buy it? And then I had all these like 
thirsty perverts who I love dearly sure. um, being like, yes. They're Larry. probably listening now. Oh my God, I hope so. And if you are, um, you know, like just buy Check another buy yeah. another pair. Check out his latest, yeah. Actually, Absolutely. everybody in this room's underwear is up for sale. That's oh, right. Totally. Uh, <laughs> Lincoln, Lincoln bio. <laughs> oh my God. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I. it's funny. Like I remember as a kid, like, you know, just kind of seeing, I guess, people who, you know, do that, I guess I would refer to it, you know, as kind of like it, it is sex work, like it is a form of sex work mm-hmm. and, and looking at it and being like, oh, that's such a like a taboo thing. But it just is, again, like to me, kind of a performative element of my job yeah. um, mm-hmm. How, that also helps pay bills, which is great. Right. What's the most that a pair has gone for? Um, 300. Wow. That's some good work. It was great. It was great. Yeah. Do you do a, a bid? Or do you sell like flat rate? Um, usually it's if I get asked, I'll be like, it's either X amount or, you know, to the highest bidder. Sure. But I have had a couple of pairs. Well, actually, I sold a singlet once that it was great. The singlet was a gift. And then like I stopped talking to the guy and then I was like, I don't want the singlet anymore. It doesn't fit me. And so I was like, I'm going to put it up. Oh, and then it was like too this, big like, for the singlet. She, <laughs> she, listen, she had, you know, just like she she got a little bulky. <laughs> um, but no, it was like there was like this bidding war going. And I was like, <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Over, over little me. Oh my god. That's great. I was like, stop. You also have to pay shipping and handling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, keep going. No. No. Oh my god. You couldn't. Five more dollars. No. Oh my god. Oh. Yeah. That's Damn, great. Zach. We need okay. to become big enough podcasters to sell our underwear. Yeah, because I do squats in my underwear all the time, and nobody's asking to, to buy my. <laughs> See, but here's the thing: is you just got to find the right market. That's, like, the I thing. Feel, that's true. I don't have my market yet. You know, I mean, I feel like there's nothing sectioned. Like that's just well, wow. This sounds really weird. There's nothing sectioned. Like that's just a normal person that I know. Like mm-hmm. I have zero interest in buying like a porn actor's underwear. But if it's just like, hi, that's a hot guy that I see guy. down the street. Like, great. What do you smell like? Nice. <laughs> great. I might do a like get really niche with it and be like, I ate a bunch of Taco Bell and like <sighs> farted in wow. these bad boys tons. Definitely, there's, mar- there's definitely a market for a market that. For there's that. a market for that. No That's, question. Yeah. Right. I no mean, question. I I'm gonna have to privately ask you what the bidding just or what DM the DM me again. Yeah, exactly. Our, I, I know you want them. Again, oh, I definitely do. Just DM me. <laughs> <laughs> again, our email is nottogetherpodcast at gmail uh, Send in your bids. It's kind Paypal of a joke, donations. but it's also. I Very mean, look, true. We would do this. I honestly, think. depending on how much y'all, y'all offer, I, yeah. I might fart in a bunch of underwear and send it to you. <laughs> I, I might fart a bunch of underwear regardless. Yeah. So. I'm doing it anyway. The, the underwear is going to get farted in, okay? <laughs> well, that's, whether, that's a given. Whether you buy it or not. Yeah. <laughs> what, so what do you, what's a normal day working with Boulay Brothers like? Um, a normal day is I usually, I get up around 9.30, um, I drink a pint of blood, Mm -hmm. um, we do a blood ritual, yeah, you know, and then we commune with the spirits. No, um, a normal day for me, it's, it kind of varies a little bit. Um, if we have really large scale events going on, it could be that, you know, we're, we're constantly, we're booking talent, we're doing contracts, Mm -hmm. we're, you know, arranging with venues, doing all these things, um, basically all the stuff that no one ever wants to think about has to go into creating an event or a party. Yeah. Um, Super fun. Love it to death. Um, <laughs> sarcasm. Um, no, I mean, it's, it's all the planning stuff. Um, and it just, it kind of changes. I mean, on a, on a weekly basis, mm-hmm. um, there's kind of a routine that gets established. We have a weekly party called Queen Kong, yeah. which is a uh, precinct every Friday, which is ending August 2nd. I know. I'm so upset. It's a bittersweet thing. Yeah. It's, I love that party to death. That party has been there for me every Friday since I moved to LA. Mm-hmm. So I definitely, I feel those, those pangs. But, but you're mm. ready to say goodbye to her. Yeah, in a way, yeah. I think so. I mean, it's I think that party has done a lot of amazing things for a lot of people, mm-hmm. myself included. Um, 
but we're we're moving into a new phase where we are extremely busy with you know the show and with uh, like mm-hmm. all these kinds of events coming up and yeah. you know potential tours and stuff and it's just it's getting to the point where we only have so much energy to devote mm-hmm. to one thing and if you don't give the proper things energy then you end up with you know subpar products mm-hmm. so we just want to make sure that whatever mm-hmm. we're putting out as a brand right. is you know the best it can be will you still right. be working with precinct um you know hopefully yeah. i mean anything could happen um and we we love precinct and i hope that they love us it's I think one of my do. favorite gay bars in los angeles it's fantastic yeah Actually, I just moved uh, downtown with my boyfriend, and we live literally right next door to Precinct, um, which That's is so great. It it is yeah. It's it's become kind of just like a watering hole, and it's yeah. it's fun. It does it has that. What how do I describe it? Like it's a it's a club with a dive bar feel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very much has that. Like oh, I could just stop in for a drink, or oh, I could just stop in for the glory hole kind of feeling. See. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Just, Never apologize. Just just, I, like, hey, is that a, I think I'm just going to pop in real quick. You guys stay here. I'm going to pop in real quick for did the glory the, hole. Did the glory hole get patched up? No? Oh, oh fantastic. fantastic. I'll be great. right back. Okay. Oh, my God. This conversation is so great. But the glory hole's open, and I just, I got to go. Glory hole's just, a calling. Yeah. If you could just keep the meter running while I pop in there, that'd be great. <laughs> I just, I'm on the edge of glory yeah. holes. <laughs> got to go. Huh. <laughs> Precinct is also great because you got a, a mix of clientele. It's not just all the same. People. For sure, exactly. Yeah. So you got plenty of options all, in the glory hole. And yeah, and the Gogo Boys are all different sizes and shapes too, which I like. Yeah, that is true. Good. I I will say the one thing that I wish there was, and I, I promise I'm not just pandering. Like I feel like there is a severe lack of nights for women or for lesbians mm-hmm. in L. A. Yeah. Um, oh my god, yes. I I read somewhere there was like there's like I think it's like 350 like gay nights at mm-hmm. like queer or LGBT bars in L. A. But there's only like three lesbian nights, and I was like. That sucks. It's in it's all a, of LA, it's, it's three. Truly, and like the Oof. one, the one kind of maybe consistent night we have is like a Wednesday, and it's like, damn, can we get a weekend? Right. May I ask, or do you know, like, what is the night called? Because I always, I love. There's milk, milk lemonade. Well, there's milk, milk Hot. lemonade. Yeah. Um, well, this I don't think it really has a name. It's just like Wednesdays at like Chapel is when oh, everyone right. like is There's still so it's many mostly, guys though. Still so many yeah. guys, but that's when you have your best ratio, right? Mm. So. I don't know why. I don't know if we did that to ourselves. We were just like, Wednesdays, ladies, let's do it. I don't know. Oh, my God. You send out The like, gays are all sleeping on Wednesday. Come on. Let's go out. Oh, my God. I love that. There's, I feel like there's literally, it's either a mailer or it's like through like just, I don't know, some sort of like weird like thought wave that goes out. Like, it it's shared. Really it's a Wednesdays. hive mind that all lesbians share. Right? One, one conscious. Yeah. One active conscious. One totally. lesbian Borg. I love yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Hang on. I gotta go, guys. Oh my god, <laughs> the queen is I'm calling. Being call- <laughs> <laughs> I'm being we called. We just bring her offerings. Hmm. Hot. Who is the lesbian queen? Well, is there one currently? If there's an opening, I'd vote for you. <laughs> oh my god! Is that, wow, an elaborate scheme to be voted. Do you, you don't get voted queen, queen lesbian? No, no. I will have to fight my way to the top. You have to murder the previous lesbian <laughs> queen, which is who? Ellen. Ellen. Totally. I have Ellen. to murder Ellen. Could and you then, do it? And then when you put on her pantsuit, you become the Ellen. <laughs> and I, then I just start dancing. <laughs> oh my God. I have a really weird story about Ellen. This is a total non sequitur, but I'm totally. going to share it anyway. This has been a non sequitur for a while, so that's fine. <laughs> Great. They're yeah, like, let's get back to the hive mind. <laughs> yeah, totally. I love how it's going to be like, yeah, that episode with that one like go-go person, Ian, wasn't very well structured, <laughs> but I bought some panties. Um, no, uh, this is actually kind of cute. Shout out to Mama DeVogler because she's a bad bitch. Um, when I was 13, my mom wrote into the Ellen DeGeneres show because I love Ellen DeGeneres and loved the Ellen DeGeneres show and I'd watch it every day. 
And so one day, like, I'm watching it, and she's like, oh, like, make sure you watch really closely. I'm like, okay. And it's, like, listener mail or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, oh, okay, I have this letter from a Debbie, Debbie DeVogler. And I'm like, <gasps> bitch, say what? <laughs> Debbie DeVogler. Oh, God, that's a I'm like, oh, name. my God, Mom, someone else has your name. That's so <laughs> funny. And she's like, just watch. So she's like, my son Ian is a super faggot. No, no, no. She's like, my son Ian <laughs> loves your show. Um, he's a huge fan. It would mean the world to him if you said happy birthday to him. So my 13th birthday, Ellen DeGeneres said happy birthday to me. Oh. And like everyone danced. And it was just like such a moment in time of like, wow, I will never be this young or this gay well, again. I can't kill her now after yeah, that cute, after that cute story. story. I, I would have to battle you that's, on behalf of Ellen. That's oh, why no, Ellen, I'm gonna lose. That's why Ellen does it. That's why she gives away things. That's why she does it. So she may, stays on top. Exactly. But so that, no one dethrones wow. her. Well, because she got all these people now suddenly caring about her because oh, Ellen did this nice thing for me. Like you can't kill her. I will defend her. Son of a bitch. I can't fight oh this hunk. God. You can't. Oh, we could try. No, I don't want to. Wrestle. Sure? <laughs> wrestle now. Well, okay. <laughs> wrestle. Wrestle. Uh, and then we're gonna be selling both of our wrestling underwear <laughs> yes. after the show. Lincoln buy it. And I'll sell my ref outfit. <laughs> oh my God. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to buy that. This is, Ooh. this is like a new fantasy for me all of a sudden. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, is there something about like nightlife or go go life that people wouldn't know about necessarily? Um, <laughs> there, I mean, I'm sure there's a ton of stuff that people don't know. Like, I'm trying to find the balance of like the good stuff because I feel like there's a lot of like it's it's extremely glamorized. Sure. Um, the one thing that I would say, you know, just to like young kids out there is nightlife is super fabulous. It is super fun, but everything in moderation. And yeah. it's it can be very dangerous I if bet you, you don't burned out pretty quick. You do, yeah, and you can. Um, but I think probably the one thing that people don't know is that. Every time you tip a go-go boy and they smile at you, it's fake. Good night. Right. <laughs> he doesn't actually want to take you home at the end of the night? You know, surprisingly. Except that it's kind of how I met my boyfriend. So oh. maybe, maybe so not. So it depends. Yeah. Who was the go-go at that time? He was. He was. Yeah. Um, tipped him. Well, he, he, this is such a millennial, like, meet cute. Literally, I saw his picture on a poster at Precinct. He was dancing for a bear event. Mm. And I was like, who is that fine-ass bear? So I went and asked my other friends. They were like, oh, it's this guy. And so I slid into his DMs, realized that he had DM'd me pri- like previously. Oh. I was oh. like, hey, <laughs> sorry I didn't respond to your messages. Um, and he's like, no, it's cool. And uh, yeah, so we just started chatting. And a day later, uh, I invited him over for steaks. And uh, we've been fucking ever since. <laughs> so on brand. Always. Totally, totally. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I uh, I don't know if there's something that people don't necessarily know about nightlife, but I think that nightlife represents kind of like a, a you know, just a giant fantasy for people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that at its best, nightlife is like pure escapism. Yeah. And it's I, th- I think that it has a lot of really, really amazing ways to, you know, inspire people and to have people kind of rally together. Um, but there's also like a dark side to nightlife that mm-hmm. I think we're acutely aware of, you know literature and media like party monster kind of shoving our face of like ooh the scary side yeah right even on a less like glamorized murder side like i think there's a lot of like things that people young queer people just have to be very careful you know totally yeah and so you obviously like have this incredible job is this how long do you see yourself do you see yourself working in nightlife like is this your dream 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 see yourself working in nightlife forever you know i don't know if i necessarily see myself working in nightlife forever um as long as the Boulay brothers will have me i see me working for them right um as well as the blood contract that i signed states that i have to right or um, else you have to give up your soul yeah no i i 
I love nightlife, but I do think that, you know, there there is a definite expiration depending on what job you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, some have a faster expiration than others. Um, there's always a need for stage managers. Um, but even, you know, I have stage manager friends, like the, the person who kind of trained me, you know, uh, she's a lesbian. She's in her, I think, mid to late 30s and she was like oh Ian I can't do this anymore it's like two in the morning and it's it's late and I'm mm-hmm. like oh that's right like you're an actual adult like, ooh, <laughs> right yeah. what's that like I know yikes I'm starting to hit that I'm starting to feel those like oh, it's 2 a.m. you know mm. but I'm like oh it's getting a little late you know but I think that's just I think that's just the like lesbian stereotype also just ingraining itself in my own brain you know like <laughs> yeah. I gotta go home and see my dogs yeah. <laughs> you know like, I have to go home to my cats and I don't even have any <laughs> yeah. I know it's a Wednesday but I can't stay out here for all all the whole night till what 11? 11 <laughs> unbelievable p.m. did you know there's two 11 o'clocks <laughs> one in the a.m. and one in the p.m. apparently <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen one of them. But... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Zach I can guess close. which one you've never seen. Uh, definitely not the not, <laughs> the, not the PM one. No, I'm, not, I'm still asleep then. Um, <laughs> yeah. Do you oh. then? Do you have to sleep in a ton on weekends? Yes, I do. Um, I would say that like on Saturday. So if you know, if we do an event on Friday on the next Saturday, like I'm not awake until like two or three in the afternoon. Totally. Um, generally, I get up around like eleven or noon. Um, it just that's just kind of the you know the life that I lead, as well as you know being a former like fat kid nerd like all i want to do is play video games until the sun comes up anyway mm-hmm. so it just it helps yeah gotcha. um, but no yeah. it is it's weird like living in la everything i feel like la is a city where things shouldn't close so early they shouldn't it makes no it's sense it's so weird everything right? yeah it's like and especially doing nightlife like if you don't have a support system or you don't have like a significant other like i know a lot of especially like go-go dancers and kind of people who work in nightlife in that capacity there's this kind of feeling of loneliness where it's like the bar is closed everything is done and it's quiet and you go home and that's it yeah and that's i think that is extremely tough for a lot of people mm-hmm. um all that to say like there need to be more late night options like i want late night coffee i don't want to go to ihop anymore i'm done with denny's oh my god i'm gonna get like a, like a hate letter from <laughs> denny's. denny's is our main sponsor <laughs> Do not trust Ian. He is a fugly <laughs> slut. <laughs> Underlined picture by That reminds me, Denny's is releasing a new double decker grand <laughs> slam wish. Yeah, <laughs> On sale for $14.99. Yeah. Starting this Sunday. Yeah, participating retailers. Denny's. Get, get it's what's... slammed in the mouth. <laughs> oh, wow. That is definitely a different party. More on that to come. <laughs> Get slammed this Memorial Day week <laughs> at Denny's. At Denny's. <laughs> Yikes! This is gold. Why isn't Denny's paying us? Why doesn't <laughs> why won't they answer any of my calls anymore? Denny, just also, Zach, just like, hey, it's Zach again. <laughs> also, what's a cease and desist? I keep yeah. seeing that in my inbox. <laughs> Who is Cece Desist? <laughs> Who is she? I don't know. Her. I don't know her. <laughs> oh my god! I don't know. Her. Also, new drag name, Cece Desist. Yeah. Oh, I'm into that. I, I love that. Desist. Um, <laughs> why do you think that is? Do you have any insight as to why, like, you know, New York, everything's open all night, like, or at mm-hmm. least bars close at like, what, four? Do you mm-hmm. have any insight as to why in LA things close earlier? Do you know anything about that? Um, not specifically. I mean, I feel like there are definite, uh, like probably political and cultural factors that lead us to that point. I like, they're trying to, you know, make it where bars will stay open until four, but there's always this argument of like, oh, well, crime will increase. We'll have, you know, people out later, which is like total bullshit. Yeah. Um, but no, I think, I think it's kind of just an outdated kind of thing that, you know, places that are built around like, oh, there's like this big scene, but then wanting to keep it safe or wanting to have these like regulations on it. Mm -hmm. Um, 
that just kind of lead to that, which in my eyes makes things actually a little bit more dangerous. Like mm-hmm. you have these people who it's like, okay, if I get out of work at, you know, <laughs> when do normally people get out of work? Um, <laughs> at work at 6 five, p.m. I'm like, I get out of work at a normal time. Like, I don't know, 2 p.m. Uh, <laughs> oh, no God. sense of time at all. What a dream yeah. that would be. Uh, <laughs> totally. Uh, but no, it's like people get out of work and then there's this kind of this, like this feeling of like, I only have X amount of hours to drink. To get or, fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Or, to, or to do yeah. drugs or to do whatever. And it creates this like, you know, just people are just getting fucking annihilated at the club. And it's right. like, girl, the show hasn't even started. It's right. like 1145 and you're blacked out. Right. Well, and then at 2 a.m. you've got all these people that are annihilated and they're like, I'm not tired you yet. You have to go. Yeah. You know, but you have <laughs> yeah. to go. And then that's when you start the trouble. Right? Yeah. Whereas like, if it gets to like 4 a.m., 5 a.m., no matter how hard you've been partying, you're, you're like, I need to go to bed. You're like, my circadian rhythms are fucking done. (laughs) I need to go to bed. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. Uh, What's like a crazy, um, just a story from uh, working precinct (laughs) that you could like, before we go into like a game, if you had to pick one off the top of your head. Totally. Um, One of my favorite stories that's ever happened uh, when I've, when I've been working for the Boulets was one of the first like Queen Kongs that I worked. Um, I was like working the door. I was doing guest list. I was doing all these like different odd jobs until they could figure out like what the fuck do we do with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I also wasn't taking my pants off at that time, so they didn't know what to do with me. Um, but you like can't see his butthole, and I, I, I just I just don't know how to communicate can't with read, him. So like can't those, get a read on this guy. Like those teen movies where it's like, gosh, what do we do? And then you take off your pants, and then you're like, oh he's my god, beautiful. he's beautiful. Oh my god, I'm mean, actually I have like the well, I, okay, so I have the opposite that happened. The opposite effect happens to me all the time. But I don't know if I should tell the story first or talk about that first. Uh, yeah, go. We'll go to the story and then we'll put a pin in whatever. Okay, cool. this is. Mm. Yeah. So uh, I come upstairs and one of the boules like whips around really fast. She goes, "Oh my god, Ian, did you see that?" And I'm like, "No." What happened? She goes, "You're never gonna believe what happened." And it's it's like this like very almost like TV show like comedy like she, so. Yeah. Drac goes. You're never gonna believe what happened. And Swan just appears on the corner. She goes, The stage broke during an ass eating contest. And I'm like, What? She's like, It was me, Drac, and Latrice Royale all on stage, three boys all getting their asses eaten, and the stage collapsed. And I'm like, Oh my God. And sure enough, there's like a hole in the middle of the stage. Oh my God. That was hell eating us up. Yeah, um, totally. I mean, like, that is exactly, it's like, that's what the future, that, that is the future that liberals question. Want. Yeah, right. <laughs> How do you judge an ass eating contest? Um, I mean, I think generally you judge it by the, uh, the ass eat right. responses. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, I think generally, well, mostly, moistly, moistly, mm-hmm. mostly it was by audience applause. <laughs> Got it. Um, but you know, I think we're all winners in an ass eating contest. Absolutely. Oh, for sure. Well, I wasn't sure if it was like a time thing or like mm-hmm. how long you could hold your breath. <laughs> or, or, yeah. there, there's different categories yeah, and okay, different good. winners. Well, it yeah. sounded like the earth opened up and was trying to eat everyone's Eat everybody ass. else's yeah. ass. <laughs> totally. And See, just, yeah. just to put it out there, everyone was fine. Good. Everyone was safe. No one got their hole bitten or anything <laughs> that they didn't want. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. So the stage collapsing was really, really funny. I would do so well in an ass eating contest. Zach, we need to get you up there. That would be great. You know what? Wow. I was thinking, I was thinking like one of the competitions could be like like I always think back of that scene in Napoleon Dynamite where he's in the FFA competition <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and he's drinking mm-hmm. milk and he's like yeah this one got into some onions you know <laughs> and it's like if if that was like an oh. FFA ASS okay well I mean this it, it's funny you mentioned that because it's I mean even saying like oh there's an ass eating contest like you like can't 
you're not supposed to wink wink do shit like that in clubs because it's right. you know, illegal like I'm right. li- I'm legitimately not supposed to be wearing a jock strap in a club it's illegal sure. right but you know a lot of places skirt around that or you know kind of turn a blind eye especially in downtown because it's like it's downtown it's fun mm-hmm. but you can mm-hmm. go to West Hollywood and it's like put a thong on like yeah. a weirdo um yeah I w- <laughs> sorry go ahead <laughs> sorry no um but it's funny that you mentioned that because uh Hecklina used to do this bit where she would like bring a guy on stage and she would eat their ass and then she would guess what they ate for lunch <laughs> just like the sickest thing ever but it's like that's incredible total like Hecklina legendary status that you could never do now it's just like things have changed so much would it be mm-hmm. a random person picked out of the audience I, it was a plant yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah you know consent is key right of course of course yeah. um yeah I, was- I would just be afraid that smug smudger makeup <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I don't think she was too concerned. You never, yeah. you ever kiss somebody and then you leave a like a print? I feel yeah. like it would be like that all over. That, sure. That's literally me sitting on this couch, bare assed. Right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, what was the thing you were? Um, we put a pin in for oh, that she was talking about. Um, we were talking about how you know, in some ways, it's like, like the the girl or whoever, takes off the glasses. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, she's beautiful. Like I have this this effect that happens a lot, which it doesn't necessarily bother me, but it is kind of a just it's a very telling thing that happens where. You know, I think there's levels of respect that people give depending on what you're wearing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like For a lot of sure. yeah, a lot of politics revolving around that. And you know, as a stage manager, I need people to listen. I need people to do what I say. Um, and I'd like to think that I'm fairly good at my job. But normally at the start of the night, I'm where I'm fully clothed. And if you know the performers or the dancers, whomever, don't know me, there's usually a sense. Well, not usually. There is sometimes a sense of like. Who the fuck is this guy? Like, mm-hmm. get out of here. Like, who are you? Where are the boulets? Who, where's the, where's the bar manager? Who are you? Time, time, like time ticks away. 20 minutes later, I'm in my jock strap, And the, the best and worst is a queen who, or a performer, I should say, who has, you know, been kind of a heel previously be like, oh my God, who, I didn't know you look like that under there. Oh my, oh my, of course. Yes. And they just like snap to attention. Mm. Right. And it's like such a shitty thing. I'm like, wow. Like. You're like one. Thank you so much. I really appreciate. It. I didn't do these push-ups for nothing. Yeah. But two, like you didn't respect me until I took my clothes off, and I feel like that is, it's so disrespectful. It's it's, it's yeah. Well, it's, it's telling of their character for sure. I mean, it's you know, but I feel like there's also maybe the thing you don't know if you are about nightlife that people don't know is you have to have an extremely thick skin to work in nightlife. It is not a place for. People with weak constitutions mm. or people who can't handle themselves in an ass-eating contest. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, you got to be able to hold your own in an ass-eating contest. Um, speaking totally. of uh, nasty competitions, um, so I, I, I was scratching my head a bit thinking about like a game for this. And then I think it came up something that I think is appropriately filthy. Okay. Um, so, of course, uh, and we were talking about, um, you know... Uh, horror personas being almost mm-hmm. like drag like uh, and we all have our opinions on who our favorite one is or who's the scariest or whatever but I think we need to get to the real meat of it <gasps> okay. and who Ooh. figure out who has the best dick oh work wow. so we're gonna work our way down a list okay. and then we'll kind of do um like an elimination thing I'll give we'll go we'll have two and then the next best one will you know we'll, and gotcha. I, want the, I want the discussion where we we'll decide okay what this dick looks like like a dick bracket yeah exactly yes. exactly so I think the classic one which we start is Dick Madness. Dick, Ooh. yeah, right, like March Madness, like March yeah. Madness, yeah, but with um, horror movie, horror dicks. Cox. exactly. I, I'm horror into Cox. that. Great, beautiful. Uh, we all understand this game. We've all played it before <laughs> at home. Um, A childhood favorite. Childhood favorite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so the first one, I think, well, the classic combo is Freddy versus Jason. Sure. Mm. Yeah. So what's Freddy's dick like, and what's Jason's like, and who's the best? Um, like right out the gate. Mm-hmm. 
I'm I'm gonna say uh, Jason has a better dick. Is it mm. because of the skin thing? <laughs> <laughs> Partly because of the skin thing. Yeah. I also think that Freddie has some like flash that he's overcompensating for. Uh, yeah. Wow. Those I, long gloves. Yeah, yeah, and he's like a little more like f- like flashy and like kind of like. Are you femme shaming? No, not Freddy? at all. Oh my god. Not at all. Oh never. God. I would totally never. Totally fuck with you. <laughs> <clears throat> but I don't know. <laughs> I, I also think that. I mean, Jason's he, a big guy as well. Yeah, he's a bigger guy. I also feel like F- Freddie is just like. I don't know. I think that guys with bigger dicks are typically more boring, right? Huh. Is that true? Hmm. Maybe in that. some, maybe straight guys with Ian, big dicks do you wanna, are boring. I, you know, I'm gonna disagree with you on this this specific. This one. is fine. Yes, I feel like Freddie has the better dick. Like it, this is obviously just a uh, an anecdotal observation, but I feel like skinny dudes, looking at Zach, um, skinny dudes who are like tall often have like they're like slinging dick, and you're just like they'll whip it out, and you're like. They have the biggest dicks. It's true. They're like, wow, you actually only had one leg and the other was just your dick inside this like <laughs> sheath leg thing. So the, um, I've heard that. So skinny dudes really do have like big dicks. Oh, yes. Skinny tall dudes. Mm-hmm. You're like, mm-hmm, skinny dudes named Zach. They're so often... is that, that's where all the girth goes to. <laughs> well, I think it's actually, well, scientifically, I think it's like every like 30 pounds that you gain, like there is like, you know, weight that gets distributed into your like, your fupa, your that's fat upper true. pussy area. Mm-hmm. And so you lose a little bit of little length bit on your of dick. Inch. That makes sense. Oh, yeah. it's gotta go somewhere. Yeah. So but, where so, do we land on this between well, so, the two? Okay, so better dick, I'm gonna give to Freddie for two reasons. One, I feel like it's huge. And two, he's all burned and shit. It's so ripped. I feel like it's like, yeah, it's like textured. <laughs> um, oh, got you. But I would one million percent fuck Jason over Freddie any day. Right. Like such a beefcake, such a hunk. You like bears. Oh, I love bears. But that's so not he this competition kinda, though. You're right. You're it, right. That, that is the tea. Like who has yeah. the better dick? I think it's Freddie, but I would one hundred percent like throw me down into the canoe, choke me, tell me about your mom problems, Jason. Oh, right. he's got a lot of mommy yeah, issues. Yeah, sure. uh, Haley, we all have to agree on this, though. I, I can get behind that. I can okay. get behind that logic, Great. sure. Okay, so Freddy now versus... Wow. Oh, I love this game. Pinhead. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, okay. Freddy still. Really? Freddy still. I think Pinhead obviously, obviously pierced dick, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, Prince Albert. Is, Prince Albert. Yeah. That uh, is hot. Uh-huh. Well, I'm just I'm just basing this off of like personality alone. Like totally. nothing wrong with having lots of kinks, a few kinks or whatever. Yes. But I do feel a little bit like Pinhead is overcompensating. Like he's like he's like, oh, <sighs> I can't get it off. I can't get it off. He's up. also kind of a voyeur. Oh, totally. You know, I mean, I'm into that. But yeah. I that's feel like true. He's the kind of guy who it's like, I'm a cuck in the corner. Like I'm t- I'm totally just like beating off watching you get flayed. Yeah. Um, right. You're, you may not you may not even see his dick. Throughout the session, it might not even Freddy, come out. Freddy is more active. Like when he kills, it's right. like he's the one in your face. And he's creative too. He's the one doing it. He is creative. He seems wily. You know, we were talking about <laughs> he our. He is wily. We were talking about our friend Aaron, right? Aaron's like. He's going to love that we mentioned him again. <laughs> <laughs> compared him to Freddy Krueger. Um, but yeah, he does seem like he'd, he'd be wily. He is creative. That's a really good point. So, but if you were just take like a, like a big dick Friday sort of thing mm-hmm. where you get, just got a snapshot of just this dick. We're still saying Freddy. The burn worries me. I will burn say. Does worry Ooh, me. Okay. Because I think, okay. Pinhead's got a smooth dick. For sure. Mm. The only reason mm. the burn worries me is I'm just wondering if there's going to be issues with how long he can keep it up. 
You know, the, 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 if he's got scarring, that yeah. you know, it yeah, might yeah, be yeah. hard for oh, him to, s- you know, I don't know. It might hurt him and he might be like, we can't go anymore. My, my burned dick hurts. My burned dick hurts. <laughs> you know, and that's a possibility. That's yeah. just something you got to account for, yeah. which is fine. Yeah. Hey, if anyone has a burned dick at home, totally fine. it's fine. I know it's just something you got to work around, you know? So, okay, well, I, just last question. Great. Do we think that Pinhead has like a piercing or is it like he literally looks like his dick ran through a Claire's? Oh. <laughs> because like... If, he's, if you're asking if he's also a, a pin dick on top of... Yeah, is it, like am I going to look at him and be like fun ribbed fantasy or like shredding my pussy? I'm, right. Wow, yikes. I was thinking just one <laughs> Prince Albert. The more I think about it, it might be... The latter. I don't want to take chances on it. You're right. I think let's Freddy, go with Freddie. Freddie again. Wow, okay, I, great. That's a little sad though. I feel like if Freddie was listening, he's like, it's like a half win. Yeah. <laughs> half win. Uh, all right. Uh, Pennywise, specifically as Pennywise the clown. Because I know, okay, he, he, not, I know, he's he's, I know, we can do. Yeah, but we're uh-huh, gonna throw uh-huh. that right up. Just so not Pennywise. the Wolfman. Damn. Yeah. Oh, mm, I, and Pennywise Anna. as the wolf. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. And as the spider. Ooh. <laughs> as the weird yes. painting lady. <laughs> Don't get me started. Oh man. Uh, oh yeah. Great question. Uh, let's say. Let's say new Pennywise. Let's say new Pennywise. Oh. oh. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna go with new Pennywise. New Pennywise. I just there's just something about him that I'm like that dick is nice. You like there's a fire crotch? A, I do love a fire crotch. Yeah. There's a little bit of there's ginger pubes around it. Mm-hmm. He's definitely like oof yes. Wow, sorry, everyone at Dang, home. Sorry, I mom. Know. Sorry, I, God. I, I feel, <laughs> sorry, God, for this whole thing. <laughs> I feel a little guilt abandoning Freddy, but I also agree. But I, I feel bad. I feel like I Freddy be, and I got close. I think it would be a bad competition if Freddy made it all the way down. Tr- you're right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Freddy also like murdered a bunch of kids. So like, yeah, that's whatever. true. So dude. I think between the two, Pennywise. yeah, Pennywise. Yeah, let's do Great. Pennywise. Penny- yeah. If you would have okay. said old Pennywise, I might have been like, I don't know. Yeah, new Pennywise. Really. I mean, I will say I do have a thing for old Pennywise. Like, shocker. Um, when old Pennywise was like spying in the showers, I was like, oops, kink unlocked. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the, the drain thing. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, I definitely want Tim Curry to just, you know, peek at me in the showers. Right <laughs> Drag me down that drain, daddy. Was it, was it like a video game or something in your brain? You know how like the characters are black, like blacked out before it's unlocked? And it's uh, like, bing, kink. <laughs> I mean, a, okay. a, new, a new kink is a new tro- Yeah, a new kink trophy unlocked. The first time a guy spat in my mouth, like 100% Ooh. that happened. Like, I was just, like, it was just like, hi, I'm a normal, like, 20 year old boy just like living my life I wasn't 20 I was younger than that sorry mom Um, you know just like living my life having sex with an older man Mm. and he spat in my mouth I was like oh oh mm -hmm." it's amazing those moments got it correct yes that's that's that good shit that's that good good and then there's those times when you try something you're like oh nope (laughs) yeah you're like pineapple pineapple Pineapple. Um, oh this is a good one creature from the black lagoon I Ooh. love him. Yeah. Do you love him or do you love his dick? That's what we're talking about right now. I think I'd be into his dick. Because um, I, it's hard for me to just think about the dick. It's really yeah. hard for me to separate the, the monster from the dick. The question dick. is, mm-hmm. does he have one? I think he's got a like a something like... Um, that like kind of pops out. Oh, <clears throat> like sorry. like under harpoon? Yeah, or something. What's that? What's Do you that? remember in, oh, What's that oh, Guillermo remember? del Toro movie? Yes, in, uh, what was it? The Shape uh, of Water. Shape of Water, okay. where she explains, she mimes how the dick yes. happens. Yeah. I feel like he's got a Shape of Water situation. Yeah. Okay, first of all, haven't seen it. Spoilers, didn't realize it was a romantic film. I did. It's a <laughs> very, yeah. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, what happens? <laughs> Uh, there's, explain this she fish. just she just is, falls in love with this fish. Oh no! I just I mean I'm sorry. Explain the dick to me. Oh, there's a <laughs> bit where where she mimes doing her hands out like this, and uh-huh. then 
her the finger comes, comes out. out like this. Is wow. that a cloaca? Not is that what a cloaca exactly. is? No. What's a cloaca? The cloaca is a multi-purpose hole. Yes, it's, it's which, just for everything. I that was my nickname wow. in college. Yeah. Uh, multi-purpose <laughs> hole. Yep. You were the Swiss Army hole. Ooh, she definitely was. <laughs> um, man. Pennywise and the creature from the Black Lagoon. The only reason I steer away from the creature is because. Like, have you ever seen a duck's dick? Oh. No, I haven't. It's a corkscrew. <laughs> no, I know about it. Yeah. So I just I worry when we get into like these these almost part Animal. animalistic. Mm. You know, like uh, cats have barbed dicks. Yep. I don't I don't yeah, want yeah, something yeah. like that. So you I don't know. Totally I don't want fair. a fish hook. This is a total double, double standard. You were so about Pennywise's werewolf dick, and now you won't do that's duck true. Dick? Making a great point. Oh, You're man. right. One is mammalian though. Why am I into wolf dick? We're, I, hey, you would be you would be amiss to not be about. You're Wolf in Day. the you're in the majority on that. <laughs> okay. one. Yeah, I think you're fine. Uh, so yeah, what are we what are we landing on? I want I kind of want to go creature. Oh, God, I mean something. Maybe I just really want to get fucked by Pennywise. Um, we could do rock paper scissors. Let's do it. Do you wanna, okay, sure. Okay, are we, are we doing one two three go? Yes. Okay, one two three go. All right. Oh, one Jesus two Christ. three go. Okay. Okay. Ooh. Okay. We're, we're going Pennywise. So still Pennywise. Pennywise. Okay. Pennywise ones. Uh, for everybody who can see that, paper beat rock. That's um, right. <laughs> the first time we both went scissors, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, wow. I'm supposed. <laughs> um, okay. This is a had to be on the list. Dracula. Which Dracula? Uh, that's a great question. Um, <clears throat> Brom. Oh wait, fuck. What am I talking about? He Brum's wrote the thing. Joker. He wrote yeah. the fucking. I just think like but I don't know the idea of Dracula. Like yeah, yeah. Okay, well I mean, are we talking your ideal Dracula? Yes. Yeah. Oh god. I mean, ooh, like are we talking like true blood vampire? Are we no, talking no, no, like... no, 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 like classic original classic Dracula, yeah. the character. No Twilight. No sparkling in the sun. Mm. Same accent, yeah. Transylvanian accent. The same oh, powder white, Transylvanian. Yeah, yeah very. Mm. Yeah. Porcelain skin. Porcelain dick. Yikes. Porcelain dick. Cold. Cold, Cold yeah. dick. Yeah, no blood Icy. circulation. Um, definitely going to go Pennywise, because, I mean, not that there's anything wrong. If you have erectile dysfunction, there's medications for that. I think but I you feel can like... get it up through magic. Oh. Right? Work, Diva. That's what he, I think that's what part a lot of us getting blood in. That's why you suck in, so much blood. To get your, your dick <gasps> For your up. dick. Oh, wow. You think yeah. they use that to eat? No. No, no. so get their oh dick hard. Yeah. Same. Same. <laughs> Gosh, I want to go Dracula. I think he's got a good one. You know what? Let's go Dracula. I think he's it's, got a good dick. I, I think that I'm thinking... Um, it's going to be uncut. I think oh, he, you know it is. Mm-hmm. I mm. think he knows how to use it, too. Yeah. He's been using it for 700 years. That's no. right. <laughs> you know what? Actually, that's a guy who knows how to lay you down. That's yeah. right. He 700 years later. Lay them pipes. For mm-hmm. him, and like organ pipes. Back in the day, pipes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he totally. knows how to lay them pipes. Oh, good. Let's go Dracula. Okay, great. All right, sweet. Um... Also, I like to get nibbled. Going in here. Yeah, Ooh, like, exactly. Okay. I agree. Um, a little fan. Man, we've got a couple more. I've got four. Should I cut it down to a couple? We could Maybe do speed round. Two. Or speed, speed round, round would be great. Let's yeah, do speed, speed round. round. Okay, so just, yeah. Uh, Jigsaw. We'll say the first one. J- okay. Jigsaw the puppet. Dracula. Dracula. Okay, got it. Uh, Michael Myers. Michael, Michael Myers. Myers. Oh, beautiful. Norman Bates. Michael, Michael Myers. Myers. <laughs> okay. Wow. Love it. You guys are on. You guys are going to. And okay, finally, the Babadook. Oh, Baba Duck! Totally, duh, yeah. No, oh my God, my king, my Bob-a-duck. queen, Baba Dick. Baba Dick, my gender neutral Baba Dick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess we finally figured out Baba Duck has the best dick. Obviously, Baba Dick. Thank you for playing. Oh we- my God, thank you for letting me play. That was honestly the similar most similar to an ass eating contest. We are all winners. <laughs> <laughs> and oh my right. God, the couch broke. Oh, no. <laughs> Is that a hole in the floor? <laughs> 
Is that my <laughs> hole on the floor? <laughs> There's holes everywhere. Oh, man. Oh, that was a good time. Thank you again. Yeah, no, I, that was great. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and did you tell him about our question? Oh, I did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So, so mm. we played the game. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's time I, for this one question. Uh oh. I have been laboring over this question all day, like literal cold sweats. Like I'm put on the spot. Like how dare you? You're the host. You're supposed to do all the work for me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I think that I'm ready. Okay. 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 Lay it on us. Oh God. I think my question is more for Haley, although totally Zach, fair. please uh kind of come in. It's it here's how lesbian sex works. <laughs> Zach, t- take it away. <laughs> um no, I just you know, on the subject of nightlife, I feel like they're you know, I what is what is your best nightlife story in like a, a female space or like a lesbian party? Do you have one? Are you a nightlife person? I am, you know, a little less so because like lately, because I have a girlfriend, mm-hmm. I've been dating her for like Ten months, and mm-hmm. and you really you you swear you're not. You swear you're not gonna like. You're like, oh, I have a girlfriend, but guys, I'm still gonna go out as much as I always did, and you don't. It's mm-hmm. f- which is fine. <laughs> you don't go to mesh parties anymore. And I, I don't go to mesh parties anymore. Uh, oh, I don't go piercings. to ass eating parties yeah. anymore. Huh? I'm just I don't go to ass eating parties anymore. Uh, I'll invite you to the next one. I think actually, like some of my best nights have been at. Um, are you familiar with gay astrology at no. the satellite? Mm, yeah. So you right. Um, but it is like so the first Friday of every month, and you kind of like this because it's like astrology and zodiac. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's astrology. Astrology oh, again, always a pun. Always a pun. Um, but it is a space of like a, mostly women, cool. um, which is cool. It is very cool to go out and um, be in that in that situation. Like because yeah, when you when you go to West Hollywood, it is. Sometimes your ratios are better than others, like Wednesday at Chapel is, mm-hmm. is your best ratio. But it's still like, again, and not that the, we, I love gay men in my space like too, but it is cool to feel like. Same. Yeah. <laughs> in my cloaca. I love gay men oh, in my cloaca. Oh, totally. <laughs> but it's cool to, to just be like, oh, yeah, like this is like, these are my people, you mm-hmm. know. Um, I can't think of like a very specific moment. I wish I could. Um but yeah, that is that has always been a problem. It's something that's come up a lot on this mm-hmm. podcast is that the lack of of places for for women, you know. And I think part of it is maybe some stuff isn't catered towards lesbians. Yeah, some stuff is like, you know, I think that a lot of women we love like the the club vibe, but I think mm-hmm. also there's like a lot of women who are not necessarily into the club vibe and are maybe into more the bar scene. Sure, and. I think if something like that were to open up for lesbians, like yeah, if you had your ideal lesbian bar, what would be there? <gasps> yes. Oh, oh my man. god! Wait, le- build me a lesbian bar. Oh, okay. I love this. Okay, <laughs> let's do it. Okay, so I think it would be much closer to a dive bar cool. than a club, mm-hmm. and close to where you live, <laughs> and close to where I live. Um, much closer to a dive bar than a club. Uh-huh. You know, maybe even stuff like some pool tables mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, I, I, because. I much prefer a place where I can kind of like stand around and like talk in a circle with some people, like with some friends. And, mm-hmm. you know, you can a lot of these places you can't really hear anyone depending yeah. on where you're at, you know, um, f- just just for my own personal taste, maybe a nautical theme. I love yeah. sharks. Oh, love that. So, yeah. Like, would they be on the wall? Lots have, of yeah. Like maybe stuff. some nets, yes. some fun like nets yeah. not, and like. I mean, you know, like a ship steering wheel. That would be fun. That also this is remind me for a second. So there is a bar in New York called the Rusty Knot. And it's a nautical, oh. it's a nautical gay bar. I and, love that. And on Sundays, for from like four thirty to five thirty, it's a weird time. 
but for like, one hour lesbians. Yeah, no, 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 yes. it's not that. No, but for for one hour they have free Tito's vodka. Oh, Whoa. I'm, I'm you mass. can you can go up there and just be like, I'll have five vodka sodas, no. please, and they'll just give it to you Don't for an hour. Mess. And you can you can you can hoard them like a dragon <laughs> and people and you, of course you do um but then afterwards then and it gets packed it's i don't understand how they're allowed to do it it's wild um but that might be a good idea for your bar maybe woof wow well we'll just do it um St. Mike, like what St. Mike's did in Tallahassee yeah. was they would just roll out a keg <gasps> yes yes yes, 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 yes. Oh for free God. and be like finish it finish it and it, they a, just they would just give away a whole keg for free it was great i love that wow yeah, yeah. i think your lesbian needs to have some sort of wild drink deal like that yeah, there yeah. would definitely the Dangerous. happy hour would be fabulous. <laughs> yeah, there would ha- there would be like some some bar foods, you know, the munchone. Oh, you got it. Some munchone, yeah. <laughs> I'm um, sorry, what is this word you're using? Munch. Oh, mm-hmm. like I've, munch. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is this like lesbian lingo? <laughs> munch. And what's on the TV? Um, on Sundays, sports. <laughs> sports, obviously. Well, I want to watch football on Sundays, but I am actually probably I'm actually in the minority. Uh-huh. I think I don't. I think like most. I think the stereotype that lesbians like sports is like not necessarily true. Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are plenty of lesbians Unless who like sports. Unless it's the puppy bowl. Unless it's puppy oh, bowl. Well, th- who doesn't love Or the U.S. Bowl. women's national team. Right. Okay. But that's mostly just for thirst. Mm. Lesbians are just thirsty for all those girls. Lesbians ladies. did very well this year. Yeah. Le- in sports. That's true. <laughs> 2019, year of lesbians. I want to go to this lesbian bar. I, I feel like a nautical theme is great. I feel good. like it just yeah. I mean, immediately there's... There's tuna Tuesdays and right. Yeah. It brings up all these fish, fish, fish fry, yeah. fish fry yeah. days. Fish fry. Ooh, fish fry days. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to figure out a, a term. What would what, what, what do you call that place? Uh, Man, salty something. Do- oh yeah. Oh wow. The salty dog. The salty. The salt. The salt lick. <laughs> okay, the salt lick. <laughs> That's more of a farm theme. Maybe. Yeah, but we're but no, but we're yeah. making it. There's salt like salt yeah. water. Lick like that's good. Vagina. I you also, know, you're, you're, I'm getting. You know, yeah. I, I'm I got, I'm there with you. I would. I my favorite barbecue restaurant in Texas. I'm originally from Texas. Mm-hmm. Is called the Salt Lick. Um, I I don't know if I want to marry the two, but I feel okay. like maybe if you could do a partnership with them, I wouldn't be mad. Okay. Because okay. I do I do want barbecue at at the Salt Lick at the Salt Lick. You know, you know. I'll see you what know, I can Honestly, do. just call it the Salt Lick. You know what? Fuck and it. then if they I'll ever, see what I can do. yeah, and if they ever do any events, you could uh, maybe you could you could manage them. Oh my god, I'll be there in a jockstrap, stage managing, frantically running around with a clipboard. That'd be fantastic. That'd be so good. <laughs> I can't wait. I love this. And all of us will respect everything you say, no matter what you're wearing. And oh my god, everybody's underwear who's working there that night it's is for on sale. sale. Lincoln bio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Ian, where can people find you online? Um, you can find me online. Uh, Instagram is at iDeVogler. It's I-D-E-V-O-G-L-A-E-R. Mm-hmm. Uh, Facebook is Ian DeVogler. I don't have a Twitter because I'm very, very old. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. So old. Uh, thank you so much again for coming on. Thank you for having me. Yeah. It's been super fun. It's been a really good time. This has yeah, been Yeah, you're a hysterical. great guest. I'm so oh, happy you. we got to have you on. I know. You can find us at uh, We're Not Together Podcast on Instagram, Not Together Cast on Twitter. Um, you can find us on Facebook. Uh, just type in We're Not Together, um, and we should we should pop up. Oh yeah, for sure, no problem. Um, and uh, if you have any questions, thoughts, concerns, um, anything, just we love talking to you guys. Yeah, and uh, we're taking orders as well for. Any, oh, yeah. any article of clothing that we own. Look, just give a price and yeah. we'll, we'll figure it and out. And that's at nottogetherpodcast at gmail.com. That's right. Yep. Can I get those Taco Bell fart panties? For sure, yeah. Oh, well, thank God. If, you get a free if pair. I can, <laughs> if I can afford them. Yeah. If you can afford them. Reserve not met. Let's just say that. <laughs> Do guests not get a free pair of Taco Bell <laughs> fart panties? Oh, my God. That's a great incentive. Yeah. That's true. Okay. You're right. Yeah.
That's, right. a, that's a good way to get, I'll, get I'll some also, bigger fish. Yeah. Get some big guests. Mm. Sisterhood of the Traveling Taco Bell Fire <laughs> Oh, that's so cute. Wow. We could all that. do that together. <laughs> ha, I love that. That's cute. Um, thank you so much again for listening. Uh, I'm Zach. And I'm Haley. And we're, we're not, not together. together. We're Not Together is a Reverie Original podcast, executive produced by Aaliyah J. Daniels, LaShawn McGee, Chris Rodriguez, and Damian Pellicone. The show is hosted and produced by Zach Ogle and Haley Manrique. Show is edited by Josh Perkins, and our theme song was composed by Barry Anderson. Download the Reverie app now and use the code TOGETHER, Together for 25% off your first three months.